0: welcome to the Massage Therapy Podcast. I'm Heather. And I'm Nicole. We are
1: RMT's female small business owners and colleagues with more than 13 years of experience. Join us each episode as we sit down and discuss the latest in massage therapy, share experiences,
0: and talk to other practitioners in the healthcare world. Grab a cup of tea, put up your feet, and enjoy the episode. Welcome to another episode of the MTP. Hi, Nicole. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. Super excited, though, because we have somebody else on the podcast today. We do. (laughs) (laughs) We just finished recording um, for that Radical RMT on her podcast, and we wanted to flip the script and invite Krista to record with us. We did. Welcome, Krista. Hello, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for joining us today. So to kick it off, we wanted to just start off with your background, how long you've been an RMT and where you practice. Uh, So I've been an RMT since 2006,
2: and I currently practice with Align Massage Therapy here in Ottawa. Um, They are a multidisciplinary clinic, um, but um, so we all have uh, work under the umbrella of Align um, as massage therapists, but we have a lot of independence within the practice as well. So um, you know i come in and i i do um, the hours and i see the clients that that are brought in by a line but ultimately you know it's up to me as a therapist to provide excellent treatment to redo the rebookings um, and depending on the location then to do the uh, you know the payout and and all of all of that processing as well um, but i've been working there for uh, since 2009 so it's going on to 11 11 years now they have six locations here in ottawa and I think I've worked at about five of them because, because they're all over the city and I've moved around the city, but I've just been able to move to different clinics, but stay within
0: a line as well. So do you find um, that you might have some clients that have seen you at the one clinic, maybe on the side of town, move over and make that little bit more of a commute or something to see you at the new clinic?
2: sometimes it's not even that they have to commute because some of them work um near one a line but they'll live like maybe near the one that they used to see me at originally so they're like oh well i'll just come right after work or on a on a weekend you know like um i don't have to fight traffic i'll just come and come to the come to see you at that clinic but some like it definitely um it's just more based on what they're where they're closer to living and so they won't follow but the wonderful thing about where working with a line is that every therapist is awesome and i can trust and refer within that specific clinic to a few therapists that are like me or completely different than me uh, so that the the uh, client can can still see somebody that will will give them a great treatment
0: so did you do your massage therapy training in ottawa as well or were did you have to come out to Toronto or how did that look like?
2: Right. So I actually did my massage therapy training here in Ottawa. Um, at the time it was called CDI College. Um, and then I think it became Everest and then that does not exist anymore. Um, but that was my, my path. I did the 18 month program here in Ottawa. I had just finished a BA um, at Queen's University. And in the same month of finishing the BA, I went right into massage therapy school. Um, massage therapy is what I knew I always wanted to do, but I just wanted a little bit of life experience and I wanted to go to Queens. Um, so I, I did that and, um, and Ottawa was a, a good fit at the time because I had uh, a place a place to live at that particular time while I was going to school. I'm not from Ottawa. I'm originally from Barrie. Um, But yeah, it all worked out. Um, I've left Ottawa a couple of times, but I keep coming back.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think I heard on another podcast, uh, one of yours earlier, a couple of weeks ago or last week about um, you lived on an island for a little while.
2: I did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I used to live um, in Turks and Caicos for two years. So it's an island in the, in the Caribbean. So, and so it was away for two years, but then came right back um, basically where I left off, which is also a wonderful thing about the clinic that I, I work at is that just don't burn bridges. And, and I was able to, to come right back to where I had left. That's
1: amazing. You had mentioned, Krista, that you always knew massage therapy is like where you wanted to go. Um, What brought you to massage therapy? Like why was that the profession you knew you wanted to be in?
2: Yeah, it's um, I'm not entirely sure if there's like the specific like moment or reason, but ever since I was very, very young, like I have photos of me massaging my grandmother when I was about three years old. Um, and at the time I thought that she was really just trying to like butter me up just to get a massage from me. Cause she said I had magic hands. <laughs> And, and then you're you, like, there's times that I actually didn't want to do it. Like, but then like, I would do like, there was like one of those tapoma, like techniques on her back. Cause I thought that it would feel bad and then she wouldn't make me stop. But she actually said like, no, that feels like really good. So yeah. I didn't know at the time, but I was just like making stuff up, but it actually turned out to be a technique when you get into massage school. Um, so I, I'd, I'd always um, been told that I was good at something. And I enjoyed doing it. I was really, really close to my grandmother. Uh, she died when I was 16 years old. And that's sort of about like the cusp of when you're trying to figure out what you're going to do with your life. Mm-hmm. And when I, would you know, re- and at this point, of course, I like, had some friends that I'd been massaging. If they sat in front of me in class, you know, I would give them a shoulder rub or whatever. I was just, um, just always kind of doing that sort of thing um so when it came to time to decide like what to do for for school um it was uh, it was definitely yeah I applied to Sir Sanford Fleming actually as as well yeah and uh, I got in and did the tour and I was just like so it was I was really excited for that to be my potential next move but um when I had the the choice between Queens or, or start massage. I just didn't feel quite ready to start massage therapy at that point. I think it was probably 19 or or so at that age, uh, that time. So I was just like, I'm going to get some experience and then, and then go into, uh, to massage. So yeah, it was just something that I always knew. I wanted to do like I was at Queens and people would say, "What are you going to do with your, you know, BA?" Because I was taking English. Um, and I said, "I'm going to go into massage therapy," <laughs> and they would just kind of give you the funny look. But yeah, I was I was fortunate to know that that's what I wanted wanted to do.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah, um, that's amazing. And so then, at what point um, in the time you've been with a lion after you you know got out of school and everything, did you decide to? step into the podcast world.
2: Um, so the, the podcast, um, I like you guys, I love, love, love podcasts. Um, it's very rare for me to, um, have a conversation that doesn't start with like Tim Ferriss or like I was listening to this podcast or, you know, so, um, I I absolutely love them. And I, you kind of have that like, um, sort of stirring inside you that you're like this, like, this is good. Like there's good material here that people could use. Like, but I don't think I have anything to add right now anyway. And then how the podcast sort of came about was a few years ago, just based on the amazing colleagues that I work with at Align who were doing some really incredible things with their lives that ultimately I knew they couldn't do if they weren't in the flexible profession of massage therapy, you know, like, you know, in our previous conversation, you know, Heather, you mentioned like looking at the nine to five options and we all kind of think about, think about Mm -hmm. that and having that security. But um, I just knew like some of the opportunities that they were doing, like traveling for months at a time, you know, auditioning um, for like Disney on ice. Um, You know, I had the opportunity to go to the Caribbean, like, these, these just don't really happen when you're in a nine to five job necessarily, you know, necessarily. Um, and, and then having the freedom to come back to, you know, to it all after afterwards. Right. Um, so it started off as like, um, a blog, which would like, so I would, I would talk to the massage therapist and then write, write up what they were doing, but it just didn't come across with so much, like with the same enthusiasm and excitement and their stories. And like, you know, they, it just wasn't coming across the way that I wanted it to. Um, and then I just realized that the, um, the podcast would be a great opportunity to just do that one-off interview, but not have to then rewrite it into the blog. They could share their version, have that same excitement And it would just um, go a lot, a lot better. I was worried about like the technology and the setup. I'm not techie at all. And I wanted it to be easy. That for me was a huge like friction point um, that I didn't want to learn everything and have to learn how to like do a pod, like do a podcast at the same time. Um, So I went on with um, an organization here in Ottawa, a business that actually does like the, their business is solely to record podcasts in a professional studio. So I knew like just taking that little friction piece out of it that I didn't have to learn the techie side of it, but just show up and do the uh, the episode was going to like make things a little bit easier for me. And then at least I would just get started and then go from there. So now, I mean, I'm talking from to you guys from home. Um, I've you know learned how to do it on my own. And that's not how it started, but that was just my personal choice, just because I I saw the technology as a barrier. So that's uh, that's how it all basically came came to be.
0: That's amazing that that um, company is available to you in Ottawa. I, I looked in the. Oshawa area to see if there was something like that. Cause I think I saw something else in Toronto set up that their their business um, idea is to just allow for creators to come in and record their podcast. And they might help out with editing and post-production and uploading and everything and taking that barrier to access out of the equation. Um, so, I kind of mentioned it to my partner who's a techie and was like, maybe this might be a business thing in the Oshawa area for the future. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah. So, so if you were to describe kind of the essence of um, your podcasts, you know, can you explain to everybody what you normally do in person interviews? However, that's structured.
2: Yeah. I mean, so uh, early on it was in, in person. um, uh, They, the, place that does all these podcasts is called pop-up podcasting. Um so you could either record in the studio or they could you would rent out equipment as well. Um so they would give you the equipment that you needed to do the interview. Um and the essence uh of it is just to talk to the massage therapist uh, like just to learn like aside from massage therapy, I mean that's obviously a big part of the conversation, but my goal um, was to to talk about what, what they do and who they are beyond like their massage hours. Um, again, because there was so much freedom and flexibility and opportunity that I saw, like that people were using that time effectively when they weren't working, because we can, we can, you know, work more hours, but a five, a five or six hour day is good. So what else are you doing with that time? Whether you're, you know, even a, even a mom that just gets to spend that time with your family, like how rewarding is that than spending it, you know, only a few hours at the end of the day of an eight hour workday. So, um, yeah, so I just like to talk to them into like about the cool things that they're doing outside of, of massage therapy. And, and a lot of massage therapists don't necessarily think that they might have something that, that, was worth talking about, but I, you know, I, you can see it on the outside, how, what, what they are doing and achieving. Um, so that's really fun too, to, to sort of show um, somebody like what, what's going on, but what I can see that maybe they, they can't see, or they're like, that's just what I do, or that's just how I have fun. Or that's, I've always done that. And then you're like, yeah, but like, it's really cool that you can do that because of the massage therapy profession. So that's sort of what I touch on. Um, you know, and because, um, there's a little bit at the time for me, there was a little bit of negativity around, um, massage therapy being, um, not a great profession. And this was just, you know, a a small circle of massage therapists that I just felt were blaming massage therapy for the quality of their, their life. They were really unhappy with their career choice. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was, I sort of did the podcast also just to point out that the good that, that they, how good they did have it compared to going to a nine to five government job, um, that might not suit, suit them because what they really did like to do was be abroad for three months at a time. Well, that doesn't really work if you want a nine to five job. Um, so it was part of me just hoping to to show those who are maybe feeling a little bit down about their profession choice to just see the positives and then hopefully to encourage new, uh, massage therapists into the profession who do want that freedom and flexibility of a career that there is so much opportunity here.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that about your podcast and listening to them. Um, I mean, I always sort of knew that RMTs seemed to be the kind of people that like to have their hands in a lot of different pots, it seems. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, sorry about that. If you can hear my <laughs> background, <laughs> mom life, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I really like listening to your podcast because uh, it kind of gets me excited, even though I'm not the one doing all of those things. Um, uh, being in this profession for 10 years. Um, not that I feel like it's gone stale by any means, but it really um, makes me excited for all the different things that um, can happen um, inside and outside of um, your your job, right? Um, we are the boss. We touched on that at some point in a, in a podcast where mm-hmm. you can decide the hours you wanna work. You don't have to um, do five days a week. You can do two days a week. You can work six straight months, take six months off. Um, and I love that your podcast like really highlights that. Um, I think a lot of our clients see that. Uh, uh, I have a lot of clients say, you know, it seems like you kind of have two different lives. You have like your work life that seems to be all encompassing, but somehow you also have a completely separate life. that has nothing to do with your job at all and your job seems to circle your life as opposed to your life circling your job um so
0: yeah I love that about what you what you do in your podcast it's really neat thank you so when you're choosing your guests or Mm -hmm. reaching out what um what guides you or pulls you in the direction of finding the people that you bring on
2: Um, I mean, originally it was just being surrounded by awesome people uh, that I work with. Um, And then social media has been huge, Um, you know, hashtag um, massage therapist or hashtag RMT, or um, it just like, just, I mean, these people are just posting their day to day life, but something will pop up and I'll be like, hold on, like you're a skydiver and you're a massage. therapist." like, what? So these just, these like It just kind of comes out that way. Or, you know, as you guys will definitely uh, learn as you go on in your podcast, like people want to help you and they'll be like, you should talk to this person. Oh, you need to, you need to connect with that person. Um, my very first episode recording in the the pop-up podcast studio, one of the, um, the engineers in there. um, I finished the episode with Karina, who was my first episode. And she said, you need to talk to my aunt because she is like a radical RMT. So like just right away, like you're getting those, those connections. Um, So yeah, that I, I've, I've had another person ask, like, do you have a shortage of uh, you ever have a hard time finding a guest? And not yet, um, because there's
0: there's a a lot of really uh, cool RMTs out there for sure. Mm -hmm. And and sorry, again, how long have you been doing the podcast for now? So
2: actually, it was released in April of 2019. So it's been a year, but my, and my original goal, I had a very like clear plan that I was going to release 12 episodes. And then I was just going to see how it went. I was just going to see how I felt, see if I wanted to keep going. Um, and I released those 12 and I felt really good about them, but I did take like a break. It kind of ended up, um, over the summer. And then I kind of got into it again, um, in, in the fall, um, because I had actually some massage therapists wanting to be on the podcast to, to to talk. And so that just again motivated me to to get back into it. And there's there are just so many more stories to share um, out there. There's there's so many wonderful people that again, I just don't think they know how cool they are <laughs> that, that I want, I want people to yeah. hear their story. Um so yeah I definitely look forward to to connecting with more people. Um and I was typically doing about like one episode um a week and then I was doing one about every other other week. Um and with this break that we've had um it's just been I've done three episodes like recorded this week but like but that'll hold you over for like yeah. you know one one a week. So um that's been really great as well just to to dive right into it again.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. Um, your sole like motivation really is to just share people's stories. Cause I've, I've been feeling that same way. Everybody has such an interesting story and an, and an interesting background of what led them to where they are. Uh, I think Nicole and I had talked about it on us where, you know, we're kind of in the same um, spot now saying we take up the same space as massage therapist. We treat very similar. We have similar goals, um, but our, our paths there are so different and it's so interesting. I, and that's one of the reasons why I think too, I started, we wanted yeah. to get into this was we just like to hear people's backgrounds and stories, especially in this profession. There's so many different avenues, like you said, that you can take this and, you know, you can step away for a bit or drop your hours or increase your hours or or treat somewhere else entirely if you really want to. So it's quite amazing for sure, for sure. So what uh, motivated or guided you to the title of Radical RMT? <laughs> um,
2: that um, was I had a list of like potential names, as I'm sure you guys did as well. <laughs> um, and yeah, it really just it had to be a word that sort of spoke to um, the uniqueness of the individual. Um, and I actually sat down with the owner of Align Massage Therapy. Um, just to let her know that I was going to be doing a podcast and inevitably the name Align was probably going to pop up. So was she OK? One, that I was doing this podcast and did did she want me to make sure that I didn't say the business name or not? Um, but she's also a wonderful mentor. So it was a great just opportunity for me to get, get some feedback on the whole um, process as well. And then I sat down and showed her the list of potential names and, um, and she, she like radical was one of them. And that was kind of like probably my top three to five. Um, but I didn't, it almost sounded a bit too like extreme on, like, I was like, I don't know, like, is it too much, but the, the true definition really is, is just being different just doing something a little bit differently. Um, And so I, yeah, we, we, you know, with her encouragement, she, she did like radical um, best. And and so I definitely went with that one. I had some negative um, feedback uh, about the name radical RMT. Um, I appreciated it because I think that once you get your If you get like something that challenges you a little bit, you know, they think that that's really important for for your growth. Um, And also just what you like, what you feel that you're you're doing is is truly true to who you are. Um, But, yeah, they they were very concerned that the podcast was called The Radical RMT, which really um, didn't represent our profession professionally. Um, um, you know, they were very, very disappointed, um, in it and were very adamant that I changed the title or shut it down. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, but it exists and, um, I, I feel that it is, uh, an appropriate, appropriate name. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's yeah, it was, so it was, it was a really good experience, uh for me.
0: I, I welcome those, uh, opportunities to, to grow, it truly sounds like, uh, again, it's something that keeps popping up. I think a theme that we've come to notice is um, is everybody might have a different interpretation of a word or a definition of a word. Um, I think that popped up a lot in our relaxation podcast. So the fact that somebody might have see the word radical as an, in a negative light versus a positive where it could be something, you know, some of the greatest minds that came out with the greatest inventions were once called radical. Um, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and so sometimes like radical doesn't always have to be a negative. It can, it can, be innovative and cause change, um, a societal change, a shift in a collective as well. So I never once thought of it a negative. I find that very <laughs> surprising. Either. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was perfect. Yeah. yeah. I think it's yeah.
2: perfect. Um I mean just like with the your relaxation a- episode as well, you know, it just it depends on like, did they listen to the episode, or did have they learned anything else about it? Now, for this individual, I the podcast hadn't even been released yet, but I was promoting the podcast mm-hmm. early on. Um, now, so for them to just come at the name without fully understanding what what it was all about. Um, you know, it just kind of speaks to them as well. Um, so uh, yeah, you can have those visceral reactions about a word or a topic, um, but I think that it it is really important. And that's I'm so like why podcasts are so wonderful is that you can listen to these opinions, and at the end of the conversation, if you still feel the same way and want to, you know, give your give your own opinion, fine. But Yeah. You have to hear their, their explanation. You know, you can't just say it's relax. you know, relaxation or radical, like people, you know, people just, if they can't just react to it, you have to sort of look, look into it a little bit, bit more. So, which, I mean, we can all be guilty of potentially just like reacting, but, but yeah, I think, um, I think it's becoming more um, obvious that people just don't, don't do their research into into what uh, what's actually going on behind the scenes
0: yeah people don't want to take that time to listen uh, Mm -hmm. and before forming an opinion or even if you did have your opinion and you're very firm on it it doesn't hurt to just hear the other side out you might like you said you might learn something you might not but um, I think it's the best thing to do to make the best sound decisions. So I was going to ask um, if there is
1: a particular um, maybe guest you've had on that really changed your idea of maybe massage therapy or maybe um, introduced you to um, maybe they had a hobby or something that was really neat um, that uh, you never knew about? Like, was is there something that sticks out in your many uh, interviews that really uh, kind of, uh, when you think about them all, like that's the one that's kind of like, wow, I'm really glad I got to talk to someone about that. Um, it is really cool. Like
2: it now at this point, I get to talk to people that I I don't know, um, everybody in the beginning was people that I, I worked with and you think that, you know, them, um, but you, but then when you, you start to learn about what obviously they do outside of the profession is, is really cool. Um, for me, I'm a big, um, I'm a big, like junkie for like business knowledge and, um, like just how to better create, like do things better, more efficiently, like just those little, like. Just ways that you can become a better person. Um, so I can't say that there's one thing in particular, but just in the conversation with the massage therapists that I've I've spoken with, and and so some of them are also retired. They've been connected to massage at, at some point in in their careers. Um, that it's those little conversations and there's little gems that come out of it. They're just the way that they're running their practice that comes out that um, just something that they did a way that they marketed a conversation that they had that was difficult um, that I really benefit from. And, and that whole experience was just worth it for, for me. And I'm really grateful um, for it. So I can't say that I've I've learned like a new, like hobby or, um, but just, I've learned a lot of just little tidbits of really great business information, uh, just from these conversations. And, uh, it's really difficult to title a podcast episode and give a description that doesn't give a lot away, but gives you it gives them just enough to like want mm-hmm. to know if it's right for them to listen to. But that's mm-hmm. something that I would really also just love to say is that like you you don't like the, I can't put those gems in the description. Like it's only in the conversation and -hmm. sometimes it's not, I don't realize it happened until I go back and listen to it. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it's, um, I'm just really grateful for those opportunities and the guests themselves absolutely blow me away. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'm so grateful that your girls were able to like do, do my podcast as well. Um, because it's, it's just like, every single one of them uh, has just gone above and and beyond
0: and just made the episode um, better than I anticipated. That's amazing. Well, do you have anything else, Nicole? Like I checked everything off my list here.
1: (laughs) Me as well. You're really great um, at uh, doing podcasts. I will say Mm -hmm. that um, uh, before us deciding to do our own, um, yours was definitely one that Uh, always popped up and out there and I've listened to for a while. Uh, Mm -hmm. So when you had um, contacted Heather and she contacted me, I think I did like a little high school squeal. I was really excited. Um, So, and I told my husband and uh, he thought that was kind of neat too. So um, I want to thank you for starting out um, that Uh, a year ago on this journey to make a podcast and get um, information out there and allow RMTs to share their really cool, um, stories and all the great information that they've learned, um, easy and hard along the way. Um, I think you're really adding to the massage, the profession as a whole. Um,
0: and I want to thank you for that. So
2: thank you very much, guys. That's (laughs) very sweet.
0: So I'm going to throw it out there that I believe it is RMT time. (laughs) Krista had mentioned off mic that she liked our little segment. So I thought I'd make sure to throw it into her episode. Mm. So we'll start off with You, Krista, I do see a mug sitting over there. Yeah. (laughs) What are you drinking?
2: Okay, so I'm actually drinking, uh, I believe it's a chaga mushroom tea, um, from, uh, yeah. So it's, uh, it's supposed to be, um, a, like it's the lion's mane, like for like your, like to stimulate like your brain. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> clearly it's working. Um, <laughs> awesome. uh, yeah. So I just, I like to drink that when I do a, a podcast episode, um, like it's got a lot of caffeine in it. And then it also, I feel just, yeah, I am, it might be a placebo of course, but I just feel like it gets me firing, um, on a few more cylinders so that, um, um, you know, maybe new questions or new ideas just start start
1: flowing as well in the conversation. That's Perfect. awesome. How about you, Nicole? Um, well, I conveniently finished mine before we started, <laughs> but I did have one. I drank it while it was hot because that doesn't happen much in my life anymore. <laughs> Actually, I only finish them hot uh, when we do podcasts now. But um, I had with by Celestial. It was a Country Peach um, herbal tea. So, um, it didn't have any caffeine, which is funny because we're actually recording during the day. Uh, and usually we're recording at like nine o'clock at night and I'm pumping myself full of caffeine. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, it was good. It literally just tasted like peaches. It was delightful.
0: <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you, Heather. I am working on. It's cold now, but that's okay. It's pomegranateful again from David's tea. I'm a little Ooh. bit of a fanatic, so it's a white tea. So it has a little bit of caffeine, but very limited. Um, and pomegranates, and I think there's some hibiscus flowers in there. So very fruity. You can drink it hot or cold. It's really oh, nice. So yeah, mm-hmm. so wonderful. wonderful. Well, to wrap it up, Krista, would you like to share where um, anybody listening can find the Radical RMT and listen? Oh, sure. So, um, it's
2: the radical RMT podcast, um, at the dot And I'm also on the socials at the radical RMT. And if you have any, um, other questions or you want to contact me, you can email me Krista at the
0: Amazing. Well, thank you once again for joining us. We really appreciate it. It's been great and learned a lot about you and the Radical RMT. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Massage Therapy Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, drop us
1: a line on Instagram at the.mtp. You can share this episode with your friends, family, and colleagues by posting a screenshot of the episode to your stories and tag us. Be sure you are subscribed wherever you listen to your podcast so you can hear more episodes. If you would like, please leave us a review and comment where you can. We would love to hear from you.
0: We'll talk to you next time. Be kind. Be well.